This podcast is brought to you in partnership with Speak Studios and Speak Boise. Speak Boise is a community-driven studio space where voices from all walks of life can speak and be heard. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Speak Studios, Speak Boise, and at their website, speakstudios.com. Speak Studios. Speak and be heard. This podcast is also brought to you by Instant Imprints. Promote better with Instant Imprints. Instant Imprints are Boise's visual communications experts and your place for everything you need to promote your business, club, school, or group. As a locally owned business, Instant Imprints specializes in making your organization more visible with custom branded apparel, embroidery, promotional items, print services, and wide format printing for signs, as well as banners and vehicle graphics. Want better ways to get noticed? You better visit Instant Imprints at instantimprints.com slash Boise or call 208-IMPRINT. That is 208-467-7468. Welcome to the Purpose Powered Entrepreneurs Podcast, a show about how to succeed in business while creating a balanced and healthy life. I'm Ashlyn Cubison, an entrepreneur who went from successful real estate broker to published author, all while running three businesses. And I'm Lindsay Young, the founder of Lindsay Lives Well, a holistic nutrition and lifestyle brand, NSCA strength and conditioning specialist, and ITN nutrition coach. If you're an ambitious dreamer, get ready for some simple and actionable strategies. Let's get started. Today, we are talking about a topic that is close to my heart, and that is full of health strategies to avoid burnout as an entrepreneur. Now, this is something that I've seen happen too many times to business owners who are just so full of passion and excitement and are building their businesses with so much enthusiasm. And they also possess dedication and work ethic. And while those are all good things, we can fall into the trap of working off of just heart and hustle. And all of that comes at the expense of our health. We get into habits that help us succeed in the short term, like having a big launch or a killer revenue month, but those habits are not sustainable for the long term. Okay, so Lindsay, I am super fired up to talk about this topic too, because we've all experienced a level of burnout before and it's just not a fun feeling. One thing that I believe is really causing entrepreneurs to repeat their burnout is that like overworking is kind of celebrated in our business world today. And it's worn as like a badge of honor. And I know this because this used to be me. And you know, we all try to justify ourselves on those late nights of, or missing out on things like, Hey, you know, but I was working, so it's okay. And this episode is not about dismissing hard work. Okay. I want to make that clear because that's really important. Hard work is an important part of our entrepreneurial journey, but there's a huge difference between working hard and overworking. And before we go any farther on this, I just feel like If you're listening to this episode, I really want you to know this. Your worth does not come from what you achieve. And I'm saying this really from a place of understanding because way too often I have personally wrapped up my own worth inside of my businesses or my accomplishments. So that's kind of like my little motivational speech there for you. Personally, I've gone through 
several burnouts. I'm like an intense and passionate woman. And when I see potential in something, or if it really lights me up inside, I charge forward like a hundred miles per hour, like a maniac. But I've gotten pretty good at recognizing when burnout is coming on. And I've been able to make shifts with my time and my energy and my businesses. But as crazy as it sounds, sometimes I kind of forget about the health aspect and I'll neglect myself and it will still lead to crashing and burning. So that's why I'm so grateful to have a holistic nutritionist with me on today because we are going to lay this out for you so you can take care of your health and avoid burnout. Yes. And there definitely is a time to hustle. No doubt. Like there's no way I would have gotten my businesses off the ground had I not really had those periods of hustling. But it's important that we have habits in place to support our health even during those seasons of intense hustling. As business owners, we have to maintain that 10,000 foot view and see beyond just the urgency of the moment that we're in right now. We've got to think about the big picture. So today we've got five health habits to avoid burnout. The first one is to get enough sleep. And you guys, these are (laughs) these health habits to avoid burnout. I got to tell you right now, not all of them are going to be super sexy. (laughs) We're not going to be talking about like special supplements that you can take to help power you through those late nights. But we're talking about like the true habits that are going to nourish you for the long term. So you are thinking about your business, not only just getting through this immediate launch, but surviving big time. So getting enough sleep is so important. And as someone who had to side hustle my passion project, for years in order to turn it into my full-time gig, I know really well the struggle of burning the candle at both ends in order to succeed. Being awake is catabolic, which means that our body is tearing itself down while we're awake. Our bodies require rest in order to repair. So how much sleep should we really be getting? Seven to nine hours a night is the sweet spot for most people. Consistency with sleep and wake time is really helpful for our hormonal rhythms. So that's going to help you to not only be able to get into that state of rest and repair so your body isn't breaking down, but it's also going to help you to be more alert during those awake times and actually be more productive and more accomplished. So working with your like the hormonal rhythms that you already have is really important. So even if you're you know, staying up late at night after your kids have gone to bed in order to get a few hours of work in, if you can be consistent with the time you go to sleep and the time you wake up, that's so much better for your body than having your waking and sleeping time be all over the place. One of the things that I do to help with these hormonal rhythms is to wear blue light blockers when I'm on screens at night. Now, these used to be like orange safety goggles, like I was that person 10 years ago wearing like the ugly orange goggles because I had to help protect my circadian rhythm. But now we've got all sorts of cute blue light blockers (laughs) that are really helpful to wear at night as the sun begins to set. And as we are, when we're on our screens at night, we're exposed to all of this blue light. So get yourself a cute pair of blue light blockers (laughs) if you're going to be on your screens at night. And you want to have good sleep hygiene 
with the time that you are in bed, like you are committing to resting at that time. So make sure you're sleeping in a cool, dark room, wear an eye mask if there are any lights in your room, because light disturbs your um, ability to get into that deep restorative sleep, and then put your phone on airplane mode. We want our electronics away from our bed when we're sleeping at night, because we don't want those EMFs close to us, but you also don't want to be distracted by text messages or Uh, notifications on your phone in the middle of the night. So it's really important that we try to create space between our electronics when not only when we're actually in our beds asleep at night, but also in that time period before we are going to bed at night. So I understand when you have to get work done at night after your kids go to bed, but I really encourage you to be disciplined about the time when you're on your phone or on your computer for work that has to get done versus online shopping or playing Candy Crush or just aimlessly scrolling Instagram because that blue light impact on our circadian rhythm, on our brain before we go to sleep at night. So get yourself some blue light blockers. If you're using um, your computer at night, get um, install either your night shift or f.lux is a program that you can download on your computer where as the sun sets at night, your computer screen will start to block out the blue light. So you'll your computer screen will start to have kind of this amber glow to it. And it's really that blue light specifically that messes with our circadian rhythm and messes with our ability to get into that restorative sleep mode at night. It suppresses melatonin production. So Go ahead, Ashley, you want to jump in? (laughs) I was just excited to let you know that I have always had like my phone kind of shift to more of that amber light at the end. But after seeing Lindsay's computer where I could almost barely read it one time at night, I was like, okay, I need to do it at my nighttime. And it has helped because, you know, I write a lot at night. And last night I wrote, but yet I had my amber light on and I slept seven hours. And I'm just going to go and say that it was totally because of that, because it felt amazing. And I hope I keep keep doing it. Yeah, it really does make a difference. I mean, when we wake up at night, we want cortisol to be high and melatonin to be low. And then we want those two hormones to have this inverse relationship where as the day goes on, we want melatonin to be high and cortisol to be low. And one of the things that throws that completely out of whack is our exposure to blue light. And that increases cortisol production and suppresses melatonin. So we want to be hormonally balanced here, friends. And you can still do that. I think that this is one of those things you can still hustle. You can still work at night. But if you practice discipline with protecting yourself against that blue light as much as possible, and then really protecting your sleep, make sure you're on a schedule, you've got a bedtime, and you are consistent with that. So good. I love those actionable tips that are so easy to do. It's just sometimes we aren't disciplined enough to do it. So friend, be disciplined this week. Give it a try. And I hope you sleep much better. So tip number two to avoid burnout is mental self-care. And this one I'm excited to actually talk about to you guys because I feel like this was something I had to learn in my journey and I really had to be dedicated with. So your mental self-care can be anything from prayer, journaling, meditating, or doing breath work. And don't diminish the power of quieting your minds. It is so important. It can help with anxiety. It helps me with my anxiety. I'm a pretty anxious person. And just being able to quiet my mind, it really calms down all those swirling thoughts in my head. And it also helps with brain fog. So it's truly a healing habit to get into the routine of doing. 
And it may not come easily at first. And it didn't for me because I had never, when I first started, I actually started with meditation and this was years and years ago. And I would go into my car. It sounds really weird. At night, I would go into my car because I'd be too distracted in my house. So I'd go in my car, I'd lock myself in, I'd put my headphones on and I started with a guided meditation and it helped so much. And slowly it got easier and easier with practice. And personally right now, what I really love doing is like midday quieting sessions because I'm fine that you know around 2 3 p.m is when my anxiety kind of starts to pick up it's weird my energy goes down but my anxiety picks up and so I go outside and I lie down on my kids trampoline and I don't let them come outside (laughs) which is a little bit of torture just for the first few minutes I'm just like okay mommy needs to go out there and I just need to relax and I look up at the sky and just hearing the birds and having the sunshine when we have sunshine right now it just feels so amazing to clear my head So I don't want you to stress about the length of this. If you can just dedicate five minutes a day, it's powerful. It is going to change your life. You'll get in the groove eventually and you will find like the right section, the right location, the right time for you to do it. And you can slowly bump it up to seven or 10 minutes, but don't be afraid. Five minutes is a great place to start and you really need to make this a non-negotiable habit especially during a busy season if you are in the middle of a launch or creating new product this is the time that you really need those mental breaks so please give it to yourself Mm, so good and I can say that so in a I'm in a season of hustling right now putting out this online course and every single morning I am tempted to skip my morning mental self-care and jump right into work and pull up my laptop. And so setting a timer is so helpful for me because I just say, okay, I'm going to do my breath work for five minutes. I'm setting the timer for five minutes. And then when that timer goes off, okay, now it's go time. But it has been comparing this season of hustling to other seasons of hustling in the past when I have not prioritized quieting my mind. I am seeing a really big difference in how I feel and how productive I am. So I think that's another one that we can often say like, I'm too busy for that because we don't see the immediate payoff of it. But big picture wise, it's so important to take those moments for mental self-care. Okay. So third tip for avoiding burnout is to minimize sugar and refined carbohydrates. So you might not be that excited about this one. I told you guys these are not sexy, (laughs) (laughs) but we need to hear it. And I think Lindsay really added this one in for me to listen to because Ah. I have a sugar problem when I am stressed out. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, you and me both sister. Okay. And that's so interesting because I have definitely had higher levels of stress these last few weeks. And I noticed that what am I craving when I'm sitting there stressed out at my computer, I don't want a bowl of broccoli and carrots. I want something that is quick carbohydrates for energy and sweets, of course. And when we're busy and stressed, we are automatically going to crave those types of snacks and comfort foods like chips and bread and pasta and cookies. But these types of foods that are high in sugar and they're high in refined carbohydrates, which means that they've been broken down, right? You think about something like rice or oatmeal or a potato that's in its whole form, these refined carbohydrates have been like that outer shell has been busted and they've been dried and refined and created into a product that's going to break down into sugar really quickly in your bloodstream. Um, So once those foods like 
enter your bloodstream, you may get that immediate little like pick me up, like, oh, I do feel better for a moment, but it's inevitably going to lead to a crash, not only in your mood, but your energy as well. And balancing blood sugar is really the key to having authentic energy and having steady and predictable moods. We've all been there where we've been stressed and we've been tired and we've been hangry. And I know that it's not pretty. Um, and we could talk about this. I mean, I could talk about blood sugar for hours, but we're not, <laughs> we're not avoiding carbs here. It's not like you're not supposed to eat carbohydrates, especially when you're stressed and when there's a lot of demand on you, but we want our meals to be well balanced. And we want to focus on carbohydrates that are from real food so that they take longer to break down and they don't perpetuate that cycle, right? Of wanting more, more sugar, more refined carbs. I need another pick me up. I've got more cravings. I've got another energy drop. So just to kind of give you a little bit of an overview for what you want to be looking for with your meals, you want to make sure you're getting a minimum of 20 grams of protein per meal. Like that's the bottom. And usually for most women around 30, 35 grams is even better. That's going to help you with steadier energy, better focus, more satiety. And then, so make sure you've got your protein with all of your meals and then look at the places where you are eating processed carbs and see where you can make a swap for real food. So yesterday afternoon, like I'm working, I'm wanting something munchy and I'm like, okay, what do we have? I want plantain chips. Well, I decided, okay, but I could have an apple instead. I could still, you know, get that kind of carbohydrate fuel source that my body was asking for, but I did it in a way that wasn't as refined and that was more of a real food source. So the end result was a much better situation for my family in the afternoon. <laughs> so think about, you know, like if you do toast with your eggs, well, could you do a side of roasted veggies and an avocado instead? Um, instead of reaching for a granola bar, could you reach for a turkey stick, right? Same place in your pantry. It still is like in a package. You don't have to prep anything. You're just reaching for something different. You could grab a turkey stick and a piece of fruit. Um, maybe instead of doing pasta, you could do zucchini noodles instead or spaghetti squash. Instead of chips and salsa, switch that out for carrots and guacamole. And I know that those all seem like really small swaps, but they make a big difference in terms of your energy levels and your ability to focus. When you crash, your work suffers and that kind of perpetuates this stressed out cycle that we that we get into that is what inevitably leads to burnout. So again, I feel like today's theme is <laughs> putting in areas, small areas of discipline so that you're able to think about this long-term goal of not burning out and not crashing because we're in a period of like, I just got to survive. So think about those areas where you're reaching for the refined carbs or you've got that sweet tooth you're trying to satisfy and see if you can make those simple swaps to fuel your body just a little bit better. Okay, so two things here. I gotta try carrots and guacamole now because I'm like, um, what? what? What is this? I've never heard of carrots and guacamole. You dipped your carrots and guacamole? <laughs> so good. Never in my life. So I'm going to try that this week <laughs> because I just have to. And then secondly, you know, I think that this episode is just so important because when we are going through like that burnout stage, I know. And I'm speaking for a lot of entrepreneurs, I think, because I've heard other people, we kind of like, we'll just let our self-care for our health fly out the window because we're like, oh, I'm too busy. I just need to grab and order food out. And we don't make the best decisions always when we grab that food out. So this is really about shifting our mindset around burnout, that it's not only what we do 
in business, but it's also how we're taking care of ourselves and our health so that we can avoid that burnout when we're in that really big stage of hustling. So I don't know. I kind of was thinking about that when you were talking about this food, because I'm like, it's true. I will always like reach for something that's easier, but there's still an easy option that's healthy that I just need to be able to see and actually choose. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyhow, we're going into episode or episode. We're going into tip four. I'm sorry, guys. Um, Of course, I am just struggling this morning a little bit, but it's okay. Tip number four is all about exercise. So we really want to make sure we have like strong bones and a healthy heart and a good immune system. But beyond that, I'm no expert in exercise. So I really want Lindsay to help me out on this one and dive in and add your your information and your tips about exercising. Yeah, there are so many benefits of exercise. Like Ashlyn said, it's essential for bone health, healthy heart, a robust immune system, and it really helps us to show up as the best version of ourselves every day. And exercise is an important part of that because our bodies are not designed to be idle. Exercise is amazing for cognitive function and energy. And your workout routine doesn't have to be intense. It doesn't mean that you have to go to a CrossFit gym or you have to train for a marathon or anything like that in order to be effective. But we all benefit tremendously from regular movement because our bodies are designed to move. I know that when I'm consistent with my exercise, like my energy levels are so much more consistent throughout the day. But I think my favorite part, and I'm going to say it's my husband's and my kids too, is my mood because I'm so much less irritable when I've made that time in my day to actually get outside and to move my body or even indoors. But I like to be outside normally when I work out. Yeah. And I know that a lot of people, especially a lot of busy working moms will write off exercise because they don't have an hour. They don't have that much time or they don't have time to drive to the gym and change clothes and then plan an extra shower and redo their makeup. The truth is that effective exercise does not have to take very long and it doesn't have to require fancy equipment either. Well, that's a good thing because if it required those things, I probably would never work out. Honestly, my exercises are like 15, maybe 30 minutes max. And I really love using YouTube as a source for when I'm feeling like uninspired or bored with my usual routines, because sometimes I just get in a rut. Like I don't always like doing the same thing over and over again. So there's so many free resources on YouTube that you guys can check out and get creative. Yes. One of my favorite YouTube resources is Body Fit by Amy. She has an amazing, are you familiar with her workouts at all? I'm not. Okay. So she's got like free YouTube channel with exercises galore and you can choose body weight. You can choose ones with bands or straps or weights, and you can choose like Pilates or lower body workouts, upper body. She's a great resource, a great free resource. Um, but more important than your exercise intensity is consistency. And this is especially true if you're going through a high stress season of motherhood or entrepreneurship, or if you've got a day job and you're building a business on your, you know, in those mar- hours of margin and your time off, it's so important that you're being consistent. Okay. So Lindsay, what do you think about like, what about walking? Because one of my favorite things to do is when I'm just not in the mood to really, you know, bust out my bands or my kettlebell is I just want to go on this like power walk and get outside. So is that good? Is that helpful? Yes. I think that walking is the most underrated yet 
powerful form of exercise. Getting out on a 20-minute walk every day will do wonders for both your physical and your mental health. Okay, well, that's good because personally, I also love to multitask during that time and I will listen to my podcast while I'm walking. But if you want that quiet time, feel free to, you know, just walk and have a meditation. And that's the time where you can clear your head. Look at that. You multitasked and did two self self care things for avoiding burnout at once. Yes. I love it when we can combine those things. (laughs) Um, And strength training circuits as well. I mean, those can be done in as little as 10 minutes. And there are so many free resources for you to be able to work out at home in your pajamas before you start your day. No gym membership necessary. So it's not, it doesn't even have to be this magical, like half an hour or 45 minutes that you have to somehow fit in your day. If you can wake up 15 minutes earlier and get 15 minutes of movement in your pajamas before you hop in the shower, it's going to make a really big difference long term in how you're feeling and your energy levels and your ability to be more focused and efficient in the work that you're doing. I love that you just gave permission to do it in your pajamas because it's like, I know that in the past I felt like, oh, I got to get in my workout clothes. Oh, I've got to do this. Like I make a chore out of it when really we can break it down and it can be simple. And another thing that I'm really obsessed with doing, and I don't think I can leave an episode without telling you to set a timer. So here it goes, is I love to put on a timer during the day. And it's just a reminder for me to get up out of my desk to do a little stretch or do a little walk or just do anything to not be sitting all day long. So that's another easy thing that you can do is set a couple timers throughout your day for five to 10 minutes of moving your body. Agreed, because we tend to think like, I'm gonna be the most efficient if I'm scheduling this long block of time where I'm glued to my desk. But I've seen that in myself this week that if I get up and go outside for five minutes, do a little stretch, I come back so much more refreshed and dive in. And then it's like amazing what happens in that next 45 minutes. Our brains really aren't designed to work for like three hour chunks. We should be splitting it up with little breaks here and there for sure. Yeah, agreed. And again, it comes back to the discipline to do that, right? Okay, so this fifth and final tip for burnout, you guys, listen to me here. You got to promise that you're not going to turn off the podcast right now and you got to just <laughs> hear me out on this one. Is <laughs> Okay, we're going to talk about minimizing coffee intake. Oh, that's it. I'm gone. I'm <laughs> this kidding. is where we lose all our subscribers. <laughs> so, and hear me out on this one because I know that the stereotypical entrepreneur is powered by coffee from dusk till dawn, right? Like there's a reason why there are 5,000 coffee memes because <laughs> as moms, that tends to be what we rely on to get us through this really, you know, energy depleting stage in our lives. Um, and some people really do fine with coffee and are quick metabolizers of caffeine. Like my husband, my husband can have a cup of coffee at six o'clock at night and he's fine. It doesn't seem to impact him. Um, but other people think they are fine with coffee and they rationalize it because they're addicted to it and they don't want to see or just really don't realize that it's negatively contributing to stress, anxiety, blood sugar dysregulation, cortisol issues, and trouble sleeping. Coffee gives us a pretty quick burst of energy and what goes up quickly usually comes down quickly as well leading us to needing our next cup of coffee. And so the cycle continues. And I'm really putting my health coaching hat on here when I tell you this, but you are not a car that is operating off of gasoline (laughs) or in this place, coffee. 
Coffee is a stimulant that affects our central nervous system. And the analogy I like to use is you are borrowing from Peter to pay Paul. The energy boost you get, it's coming at a cost. And the way that we handle this is super individual from person to person. But if we can get out of the, you know, kind of the mindset of thinking like, oh, I'm a car and coffee is my gasoline. No, 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 no. Coffee is the stimulant and it's causing other parts of your body to have to produce energy in a way that is not natural and could be pushing the limits of what you personally can stand. And again, I think that a lot of people are perfectly capable of handling a cup or two of coffee in the morning metabolizing it just fine without negative repercussions. Okay, so you're not telling us we have to kick it fully. Like I like a half a cup in the morning. It's still okay. (laughs) Yes, I'm not saying that everyone needs to get off coffee by any means. But I'm speaking specifically to those of you, and this was me for a very long time. I was in this boat who are leaning on coffee throughout the day, where it's one cup to another and it's needing that energy boost again in the afternoon and really relying on it as more than just kind of one cup to get you started in the morning. And I'll share from personal experience that during the pandemic, coffee was the straw that broke the camel's back for me because it was just, even though coffee by itself was not this huge stressor, it was just one more little additional stressor on my nervous system and it increased my anxiety levels and impacted my sleep. Like I could not believe that one, like one small cup of coffee at 6 a.m., would prevent me from being able to sleep at 10 o'clock that night. Like I would be lying in bed with my mind racing, unable to turn off my brain, couldn't fall asleep. And the moment I took out that one cup of coffee, it all of that went away. So if you struggle with anxiety or panic attacks or that monkey mind, right? Being unable to turn off your brain or struggling to fall asleep at night, you might wanna think about just trying it, even if it's just a small amount You know, I rationalized it for so many months thinking it couldn't possibly be that one cup of coffee I have in the morning. (laughs) Okay, Um, so do you have any switches? Like, what did you do? Did you turn to a decaf coffee drinker? Do you have other drinks? Like, tell us options, please. Okay, yes. And I'll say that when I had got off of caffeine, I've done this a few times. I keep thinking maybe maybe caffeine will work for me. And then I lie to myself for a while and then I have to cut it again. But I always baby step and I work my way back. So I go from eight ounces to six to four to two, kind of wean my myself. And then now I'm a decaf coffee drinker because I love the taste. (laughs) And the non-caffeinated version of Lindsay has way better energy. And I hear this from my clients as well, who are afraid to take that step away from coffee that once they do, and it seems so counterintuitive, right? We're like, how could I ever be better productive or have more energy? But it really does lead to steadier and more predictable energy patterns throughout the day, which is, you know, what we're really looking to avoid with not wanting to burn out, right? Like that's kind of the definition of burnout is not being able to make it through the day. Um, So a couple other alternatives I like. Matcha is a type of green tea and Ancient Nutrition is a brand that has this really good matcha that is sweetened with some monk fruit. So you don't need to add any, you don't need to add creamer or stevia or anything to it. And it is really good um, iced or hot. And I've had a lot of clients that have jumped on the matcha train with that ancient nutrition brand and then all other forms of tea because caffeine from tea is going to be different from coffee. So it's much more of like a, a gradual rise and fall with the caffeine that you have from coffee, especially green tea. Um, so that can be a great way to transition as well. That isn't as hard on your body. Like you're still getting some caffeine, but it's just a little bit softer and a little more gentle. 
Okay, so I feel like this podcast really was geared towards me too because I am in like a busy season right now. So I kind of wanted Lindsay to talk me through all these things because I'm learning so much from her and I want to make sure that I'm taking better care of my body. So let's go over our five healthy habits for you to avoid burnout. So number one is sleep, two, mental self-care, three, minimizing sugar and refined carbs, for exercise and five, I don't want to say it, but reduce coffee consumption. So like as entrepreneurs, we are really always operating out of a place of passion and wanting to like put our work out in the world and serve and bless others. And if Lindsay's taught me anything, it's that when we see ourselves as being of service to others, it really helps us to place a higher emphasis on our own health because there are people who need us and if we burn out we aren't able to help them so Lindsay has really helped me make this shift in my view of taking care of myself in the health arena and I don't view it as selfish anymore instead of it's really a way to make sure that I'm showing up and that you're showing up as the best version of you so that you can serve who you are made to serve. Yes. And that's really how I view these healthy habits. And that's what gives them sticking power because it's the why behind it. And as entrepreneurs, we have a big why. So acknowledging that how we take care of our body physically allows us to have a greater impact on the world is really convicting. (laughs) You know, like suddenly getting that 15 minute power walk in doesn't seem like that big of an inconvenience when we think about it like that. And I also want to add that if you are reflecting on all five of these habits that we talked about today and you're like, oh my goodness, I need to work on all of them. Just start with one at a time. You do not need to jump in and implement all five of these at once. Think about, okay, this gives me some goals to work towards. Um, but, you know, maybe you start this first month and you just focus on better sleep habits. You Maybe you're sleeping like five or six hours right now and you just say, okay, for the next month, I'm going to get seven hours of sleep a night and I'm going to have better sleep hygiene and I'm going to, you know, give myself a bedtime and, and really work on sleeping in a cool, dark room. And then maybe you move on to carving out those five minutes for calming your mind and doing some meditation or breath work. And then once you've kind of got a month of that under your belt, under your belt, you move on to making some modifications to your diet. And then the next month you move on to exercise. And then at the end of all of that, then you can review your caffeine intake and see if there's room for improvement there. (laughs) I love that you put that one at the end. There is no pressure to do all of these things at once. We are all a work in progress. So really just take it one step at a time. Yes. Make sure you show yourself grace on all of our episodes. Everything that we share with you, we don't ever want it to feel overwhelming. Take a piece at a time and just work a little bit by a little bit and you'll slowly get better and it'll be easier. So that's it for today's episode. And if you're enjoying our podcast, you'd be like, our new BFF if you just take two minutes out of your busy day and leave us a review. It truly does help us spread the word and that we can help more and more people. Thank you so much for listening, my friend, and we will see you next week. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to us if you subscribe and take just 30 seconds out of your day to leave us a positive review. Come say hi over on Instagram at Purpose Powered Entrepreneurs, and you can find Lindsay at lindsay.lives.well and Ashlyn at Ashlyn Covison. 